It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. Now we have Dr. Mark Siegel because as we're talking about Congress and explosive hearings. One uh, good guy. One good guy. We love Dr. Mark Siegel. And there was a big hearing today with RFK uh, testifying today. Uh, Dr. Mark Siegel, I want to get your response because they shut him down when he was trying to question a number of different things early on. The hearing today was about social media and free speech. Um, you also wrote a really powerful column uh, in The Hill about lab leaks versus wet markets. Take it away, Dr. Mark Siegel. First, I want to say that uh, Rudy, who was just on, scared me with his hoarse voice. I thought, that's RFK Jr. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably dying to get on John's show as it is. So it could have been him. And, you know, he used to have a radio show, you know, called Ring of Fire. And I was on that show many times. RFK Jr., first of all, is quite articulate. He certainly can take care of himself. And he's, he's, he's a tough customer. But I have a couple of things about this. First of all, let's get back to the idea of free speech. All of this is about whether the government gets to censor you or not. And I say they don't. We're not a totalitarian society. If we want to be, we can change you know, our flag to China or something or Russia. We're not. And it's time we recognize that. He can say anything he damn well pleases. Having said that, I really was offended by all of the Holocaust stuff that came out. And I said that on TV today because I don't know that Debbie Wasserman Schultz is wrong to call him out on that because I don't believe believe that there should be moral equivalences ever made to to uh, to the Holocaust. And Harris Faulkner said to me after we were on, you know, same thing for slavery. Like, let's leave these things alone and not make these comparisons. In terms of his issues with the vaccine, as John knows, I don't share those issues. I, I've seen multiple studies now, including the recover trial in nine in five million people that show that being vaccinated decreases your risk of, of long COVID, clearly decreases decreased your risk of severity. I think what people reacted to was the mandates, having this shoved down your throat, having this idea that it's their way or the highway, the idea that they know and you don't know. And if you disagree with them, you're you're misinformed or you're disinformed. And all of that is nonsense. But it doesn't mean that I agree with RFK Jr.'s views on vaccines. I don't. And I don't. I I also do believe one last thing, just to cover everything you asked me. I think it's it's quite likely that this may have spent time in a lab. And I think that the narrative that came out at the beginning of the pandemic suppressing that idea was disgusting, especially since we're talking about the Wuhan lab, the Wuhan virus. The lab had safety uh, violations. It had people getting sick in the lab. They were working on bad coronaviruses in the lab. I mean, you, you couldn't make this stuff up. Right. And and even there's been some new details. I saw I'm sure you saw this, Dr. Mark Siegel, where Dr. Fauci, one of his like I think it was a private email that just was made public recently, where it basically said that he was even thinking about it. But then he didn't say that publicly. Um, And to be able to question, we should all try to figure out what the origins were wherever it is. If anything, Rita, this is the biggest mistake of the pandemic was that the public health officials and the government always seem to think they had to stick to one narrative. Let's clean up the narrative, get the one that's most likely to be true in our eyes at any given moment, and then just dogmatically insist on it. That's a mistake. Science isn't about debate, but it is about trial and error, experimentation, and learning more and more over time, and then employ it. Nobody believed that this mask religion was real. Come on, every 
everybody in the country knew that that was a phony political stunt because they stopped wearing them as soon as as soon as the light went green. Right. As soon as the light turned green, everybody threw out their masks except me. Yeah, absolutely. And let's go to uh, Ed Cox. You got a question for Dr. Mark Siegel, Ed. Yeah, there was a problem because there was some American government money that was involved in the in the things that were being done in the Wuhan lab. Wasn't that a problem for Dr. Fauci? Well, I yes, yes. There was NIH money. It's because Dr. Fauci, after 2003 and SARS, had believed in an international consortium of scientists that was going to be wide open and transparent. And that ended up with NIH funding. And that idea was it was going to keep another SARS from happening. But there's no reason to believe at all. We're not stupid that there wasn't a cover up here when the first thing that China did was not allow people in. I mean, excuse me, the CDC asked to come in in January of 2020, and they were told no. And by the time anyone came in, and this is to your point, Ed, by the time people came in, the WHO with them was Peter Dashik, who is a great scientist, but was had received money for doing this kind of research. So it wasn't in his best interest to come out there and say it's a lab leak, if anything, the opposite. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, Dr. Mark Siegel, really great to have you here. We love you and we love your spirit. And, and I heard that John uh, goes to breakfast with you. So I'm waiting for breakfast at some point. All right. Why, why aren't you coming out there? He keeps getting these amazing guests. I know. Well, I, I get the, the amazing guests in studio instead. So. He's, got, he's got the governor of New York coming on one of those breakfasts. Did he tell you that? Well, we have a, a, a governor of New York, a former governor right here. We have Governor Patterson. <laughs> yeah, we got it all. We got it governor all. Pa- Dominic Patterson is amazing, and I would love to meet him at one of these breakfasts. Yeah, I mean, well, he's here in studio, so you got to come by. Well, you gotta, Governor <laughs> Patterson is in the Hamptons. He's going to stop by uh, breakfast. Absolutely. Because there's food there. There's no food in your studio. I, there's food. In the- <laughs> <laughs> Set your standards. Good point, Dr. Mark Siegel. We love you. Thank you, doctor. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 